Hello, friends. My name is John Henderson, and welcome to a new series of old-time radio show episodes that I'm calling G-Wiz. These are stories of the schemes, trials, and loves of the typical American teenagers, Andy Hardy, Archie Andrews, and Henry Aldridge. Today we have episodes from Henry Aldridge and Archie, so we're going to start with the Aldridge family. The character of Henry Aldridge began as a play on Broadway. He was actually a side character in the play What a Life. The critics raved about the performance of the young man who played Henry Aldridge, Ezra Stone. So the story goes, Rudy Valley, who has his own radio show, saw the play. He loved it, especially the part with Henry Aldridge. So he invited Clifford Goldsmith, the writer, to write some new Aldridge family segments for his radio show. So they were about 10 minutes long, and uh, they starred Ezra Stone reprising the role. They led to more and more segments, first on the Rudy Valley Show, and then on the Kate Smith Hour. So here is one of those episodes. Pretend you just tuned in and caught part of the Rudy Valley Show. Henry, hand me my vanishing cream. What do you 
you want? Hand me my vanishing cream. It's right there on the glass shelf. There isn't any vanishing cream on the glass shelf. Evidently, it must have vanished. <laughs> it isn't 8 o'clock yet. Will I be saying by 9? I can tell you one thing you'll be saying. If you're not hurry up and get out of there. Dad, please make him give me my vanishing cream. There it is. My gosh. Thank you. You're welcome. Mary? Yes, Mother? Did I hear Henry Aldrich come out of that bathroom? You did, but he went back in again. He just came out to see what month it was. When he comes out, tell him I want to see him. He may. Supposing you were asking what he did with the cord of the electric toaster. Henry? Mother wants to know what you did with the cord of the toaster. Ask her to what toaster? To the only toaster we have. He took the cord down in the basement for something last night. What's that? Henry! What did you do with the cord? I didn't do anything with it. I can fix it, I think. You think? That's a pretty picture. We can't wash in our own bathroom, and we can't even have toast for breakfast. We might all just well be living in Russia. Henry! <laughs> now what, sweetheart? Please hand me some of my facial tissues. Sure, hand me this, hand me that. No wonder I can't get anything done. What do you think I do, work here? If you ever do any work, it'll have to be in there. After all, if you want to take possession of that place, you've got to take some of the responsibility to go with it. Listen, uh, I'll give you your facial washing, of course, if you go get me my necktie. <gasps> so that's what you've been doing in there. You're dressing. Father, please get him out of there. Just how would you go about it? I don't know, but there must be some way. You should talk. You wash everything you own in here three times a day. <laughs> Anybody think that anybody else entering this bathroom was committing a major offense? Oh! Serves you right. What'd you do? Get your left hand wet? Is that so? Here, look out. I want to speak to him. They speak to me only Henry! Yes, Father, did you want me? What do you think I'm calling you for? Why did this entirely aside from the issue? What did you do with the lawnmower when you finished with it yesterday? I didn't do anything with it. I put it right back in the garage. I see. Yes, sir. Henry Aldrich. Yes, father. The next time I'm speaking to you, supposing you pay me the courtesy of listening. I'm sorry. I thought you were finished. Supposing you look out the bathroom window and see whether you see the same thing I just saw. Out the bathroom window? You're in the bathroom, aren't you? Yes. Holy gee. Well, I don't think I'm the one that left that out there. No. Apparently the lawnmower got up in the middle of the night and went out there under its own power. Uh, you don't think you could have left it out there, do you, Father? I could have left it out there. And we just paid two dollars and a half to have that machine sharpened. Did that guy charge two dollars and a half for the lousy job he did? Perhaps you thought leaving it out in the rain would improve what he did. Oh, I'll pay for it. Out of what? If you've got any money coming, suppose you pay me what you owe me. Sure. That's a nice way to start the day. Go around reminding everybody of the debts they owe you, even before they're washed. Well, if I remember correctly, your hands weren't any too clean when you asked to borrow that money from me. Mary, is Henry still washing in there? I don't know whether he's still washing or not, but he's certainly still in there. I'm practically through now. Henry. Yes, Mother? When you took that cord down to the basement last night, what did you do with it? 
What do you mean, what did I do with it? Whatever it was, you paid for it. I want to know how the fuse of the electric icebox happened to be burned out. Holy gee, is that what that flash was? Aha, uh, uh-huh. then you do know something about it. Gee, is this the only place where matters of importance can be discussed? After all, I'm supposed to go downtown sometime this morning. When I arrive at the office, I would at least like to have my hair combed. Would you like to have me shove your comb under the door, Dad? Yes, please do. I can make my toilet out in the hallway. Did he say he did want me to or he didn't want me to? You wait, young man, until your father learns that the icebox was turned off all night. Yeah? Mm-hmm. His orange juice wasn't even lukewarm. And the cream for his coffee has soured. You're the sour cream in my coffee. Henry, I'll reach you come out of that bathroom and run over to the corner store and get your father some cream. In the condition I'm in? No matter what condition you're in, you come out of there. I've got to do something about this breakfast. Huh? I'm coming. Here I am. Oh, hello, Father. You back? Of course I'm back. Have you finally finished? Just the old homesteader. I bet he's grown two inches since he went in there. Hurry up, Henry! Uh, uh, could I have some money, Father? What are you going to do? Charge me to go into that bathroom? <laughs> I, I've got to have enough money to get a bottle of cream. Before? Something happened to the icebox last night. But you haven't any idea what the trouble was. Well, I guess it was my fault, Father. And why shouldn't you pay for the cream out of your own money? Well, I guess I should. Uh... Uh, uh, could you pay me that 75 cents you owe me for carrying out the ashes last winter? Mary. I won't be but a minute, Father. Can you imagine that? Huh. No respect at all. Henry, you left your Roman history book in here. Well, don't lose my place. <laughs> and another thing, Henry. I hope that one of these days you will assume a few responsibilities. After all, when you take the cord of the toaster downstairs, you're old enough to bring it back up when you're through with it. I thought I did. You thought you did. I suppose you thought the icebox would run with the fuse blown out. I suppose you thought yes. that the lawnmower would... Yes, Mother? Do you know what you did last night? What? You put the cord of the toaster on the flat iron and then left it plugged in all night. No wonder the icebox fuse is blown out. Yes, and I get the blame for it. Haven't you started yet, Henry? I'm just starting now. Well, ask your father to take a look out the back window. I wonder whether he realizes he left the lawnmower out all night. When did I leave the lawnmower out all night? Oh, when do you think? I saw you go around to the garage myself and get it out right after dinner. I'll be blamed if I didn't. <laughs> uh, uh, could I keep the change to this dollar, Father? Henry! Now what? Where'd you put the soap? I didn't put it any place. There wasn't any soap. <laughs> That episode was originally broadcast July 27, 1938. It's no surprise that the Aldridge family was soon to become its own radio show. It actually started out as a summer replacement program for everyone's favorite comedy, the Jack Benny program. It was hugely popular, and in the fall, it began its own regular run. We'll play one of those full shows of the Aldridge family a little later on. But first, another family with the teenager hogging the bathroom, Archie Andrews. Of course, this is based on the Archie comic books. This episode is from September 4th, 1948. Enjoy the show.
right away, Jughead. It's a matter of life or death. Oh, relax, Dorothy. Relax. Yes, and you relax too, folks, if you can, because here he is again, the youngster millions of readers of Archie Comics know and love so well, and brought to you by Swift and Company, makers of Swift's premium pranks, Archie Andrews and all his gang. Tender beef, juicy pork, known from the West Coast to New York. Swift's premium pranks, Swift's premium pranks, in a new handy one-pound pack. Yes, for your guarantee of protection, Swift's premium pranks now come to you cellophane wrapped in handy one-pound packages. Made right here in your own vicinity or in a nearby city, Swift's premium pranks are wrapped in the new handy sanitary flavor saver pack and brought to you at the very peak of their tantalizing flavor with all their natural goodness sealed in. That mouth-watering flavor goodness of beef and pork blended together is wrapped in cellophane for your protection. So, kids, tell your mom that you want Swift's Premium Franks. And, Mom, get some today. They're delicious. And you'll be glad to know that every delectable morsel of Swift's Premium Franks is extra nourishing, extra good. Ask for them today. Swift's Premium Franks in the sanitary one-pound package. And now suppose you join me in a visit to the town where I live. Riverdale is its name. And it's pretty much a typical American city. It's got two schools, one park, seven churches, a museum, a zoo, and the Andrews family. Suppose we make the Andrews home our first stop. It's Saturday evening, and we find Mrs. Andrews in the living room sewing as Archie Andrews enters. I'll be down to get you in a taxi, honey. Da, 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 da. Oh, hi, Ma. Well, Archie, what are you so happy about? Me? Oh, I don't know, Mom. Guess maybe it's my big date tonight. Oh, you're going out? Sure, Mom. It's Saturday night, you know. I'm going to the dance. Well, who are you taking, dear? Well, I'm taking Veronica and Jug's taking Betty. But we're all going together. Oh, well, that's nice. You should have a lovely time. Yeah, I think we will. Well, I better start dressing or I'll... Oh, no, who can that be? I'll get it, Mom. Oh, all right, dear. She was Jughead. Who'd you expect? Coffeehead? <laughs> <laughs> Jughead, I expected you, but not so soon. I'm not even dressed yet. Oh, hurry up. I want to get to the dance early. Why the rush? The only time I can dance without bumping into everyone is when no one else is on the dance floor. Yeah, I know what you mean. Hello, Jughead. Oh, hello, Mrs. Andrews. What you doing? Just darning some socks. Oh, you are? Gee, I had a big hole in my sock when I was dressing tonight. Is that so? Yeah, but it's okay now. Well, did you show it yourself? No. I decided not to wear any socks. <laughs> oh, fine. Jughead, you mean you're going to the dance without any socks? Sure. These pants are too long anyway. <laughs> oh, for pity's sake. Well, listen, Jug, if we want to get there early, I better get started. Come on upstairs while I get dressed. Okay, Archie. <laughs> Hello, dear. Hello, Fred. I wonder... Fred, why are you wearing your bathrobe and slippers? What do you want me to wear? Negligee and galoshes? <laughs> Fred, never mind being funny. And tell me why you're in your bathrobe at 7.30. Well, my dear, it so happens that unless you have some violent objections, I am going to take a bath. 
A bath? Bath. Oh, but Fred, I thought we might go to a movie tonight, dear. Uh, tonight, dear, I'm just in the mood for a nice hot bath. Yes, sir, I'd like nothing better than to relax for about half an hour and just soap and soap. Ah, yes, sir, that's my motto tonight. Soap and soap. Or soap and soap. Bet you can't say that three times fast. No, dear, I probably can. Well, go ahead, try it. Soap and soap, soap and soap, soap and soap. You see, it can't be done. Oh, honestly, <laughs> Fred, won't you ever grow up? Now, go on, take your bath. Mary, that's exactly what I'm going to do right this minute. <laughs> Now, what if that's going to be hot enough? Let's try it. No, it sure is hot. Gosh, better put some cold water on. Well, that ought to be about right now. Let's see. Ooh, freezing. A minute ago it was too hot, and now it's too... Oh, well, some more hot will do it. That to do it. Now, let's see. Ah, yes, sir. Just right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Just exactly. Is that the phone? That is the phone. Mary, are you getting that? Mary? Oh, fine. Now, where'd she disappear to? Well, I suppose I'll have to answer it myself. I don't know why that phone always rings at the wrong time. Always. All right, all right, I'm coming. Uh, hello? Hello, Mr. Andrews. This is Betty. Oh, hello, Betty. Um, is Archie there? I don't think so, Betty. I haven't seen him since dinner. Oh. Well, I just wanted to talk to him about the dance we're all going to mm -hmm. tonight. Would you give him a message for me, Mr. Andrews? Yes, Betty. What is it? Well, would you tell him to try real hard not to be late? Uh, not to be late. Because somehow he always is late, especially to dances. Yeah, especially to dances. And we always miss half the dance. Always miss half the dance. And this once I'd like to get there right at the start of the dance. Uh, start of the dance. Can you remember all that, Mr. Andrews? Uh, yes, Betty. But would it be all right with you if I just told Archie you want to get want him to get there on time? Yeah, all right, I'll tell him. Thanks a lot, Mr. Andrews. Well, not at all, Betty. Bye. Bye. Thanks a lot. Dave, I... the phone? Oh, now you get here. Mary, where were you when that phone was ringing? I was out in the kitchen and my hands were wet and I couldn't come to the phone. All right. But it so happens I was about to take a bath and had to come all the way down here just because Betty wants Archie to be on time at some dance. Oh, is that all? Yes, that's all. And if the phone rings again, you answer it. Yes, dear, I will. All right. Fine thing. Have to do everything around here. I... I... Now, who locked this confounded door? Archie, are you in there? Yes, Dad. I'm taking a bath. <laughs> oh, all right, but don't be too... Taking a bath? In my tub? Archie, I was going to take a bath. See, with that, I'm going out tonight, and i got to take a bath before I get dressed. So you see a nice tub of hot water, and you just jump right in. You think that water grew there? See, no. I thought Mom got it ready for me. Oh, fine. Well, I guess now that you're in the tub, you're in the tub. But don't stay there all night, you hear? Be right back, Mr. 
Yeah, we'll be right out. Doghead, what are you doing in there? I'm scrubbing Archie's back. Oh, great. Well, scrub a little faster and get out of there. Okay. Mary! Yes, dear? Mary, do you know what happened? While I was down here taking a message for Archie, Archie was upstairs taking a bath for me. What? Yes, he did. Jumped right into the bathtub while my back was turned. Oh, for pity's sake. Yes, oh, for pity. Oh. Hello. Mr. Ingram? Oh, Veronica. Is Archie there? No, he's upstairs in the... Uh, he's upstairs, Veronica. Oh, would you mind calling him to the phone? Mine? I'd love it, Veronica. Absolutely love it. Archie! Oh, Archie! Calling me, Dad? Yes, Archie. Telephone. He was okay, Dad. Just a minute. Veronica, you'll be right here. Oh, thank you, Mr. Well, Mary, I guess that'll teach that boy to take a bath when no one's looking. What? Well, you know what I mean. Yes, but you're just cutting off your nose to spite your face, you know. Now you'll only have to wait that much longer to take your bath. Yes, but I... Hmm, never thought of that. Thanks, Dad. Archie, what are you doing running around in that towel? Gee whiz, Mom, I can't run around without it. Archie, don't be funny. <laughs> okay, Dad. Answer the phone. Hi. Hello? Hello, Archie. <laughs> oh, Hi, y'all. Archie, either say something or get off that boat. She was okay, Dad, okay. Hello, Veronica. Yes? Did you want to speak to me about anything special? Well, yes, Archie. I wonder if we could get to the dance a little late. Did you say late, Veronica? Uh-huh. I hate to be the first one there. I'd sort of like to make an entrance, wouldn't you? Well, I guess so. All right. Then I'll see you a little later. Bye now, Archie. Bye now, Veronica. Bye now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Gee, that's Veronica. Archie, I'll Veronica you. Get up there and finish that bath. Oh, okay, Dad. Okay, I'll be out before you can say Jack Robinson. Archie, I don't want to say Jack Robinson. I want to take a bath. Mary, we're going to have to do something about that boy. Oh, now, Fred. Never mind the now, Fred. I like to take a bath when I'm in the mood for taking a bath, and not just any time. That boy knew I was waiting, and yet he stood around on that phone giggling like he was laying an egg. Yes, Fred. But he'll be through in a minute. Laying an egg? No, taking a bath. Well, a minute's too long. He should be through by now. Archie! Yes, sir? Archie, are you out of that tub yet? No, Dad. I'm waiting for it to fill up. Oh, all right. Fill up! <laughs> Mary, you see what Fred, I... Fred, remember your blood pressure. Blood pressure? Mary, in a minute, I won't need a hot bath. I'm boiling right now. Mary, if that boy isn't... Dad, I'm through with the top. Well, it's about time. 
there, dear, you see? See what? Oh, never mind. Just go take your bath. Well, thank you, madame. Thank you. I'm so glad I have your permission. Let's go take your bath, she says. What does she think I've been trying to do all evening? Play ping pong? Fine thing. Well, anyway, he's finally out of here. Now, maybe I can take a nice... Oh, oh no. Mary! Yes? This water's ice cold. It is. Or she must have used all the hot water. Oh, fine. Well, what do I do now? What? Just let the water run. There'll be more hot water in a minute. All right. Let it run. See, what was that? The water pipe, it was knocking. I thought the house was falling in. Jug, it wasn't the house, it was the water pipe knocking. Mary, for the third and last time, the water pipe was knocking. Knocking? Yes, knocking. Evidently, the washer is gone. Washer? Yes. The rubber washer that keeps the faucet from leaking. Must be worn out. Look, why do I have to explain how the whole house is built? This faucet needs a new washer, that's all. Oh, well, I guess you just have to forget about your bath. I'll call a plumber tomorrow. Mary, I am not going to forget about my bath. Tomorrow is Sunday and you can't get a plumber on Sunday. And I want a bath tonight. And any fool can put a new washer in a faucet. So I'm going to do it by George, even if I have to rebuild the whole house. tell you the news. News? What news? The big news. What big news? You mean you haven't heard? Oh, no, I don't think I have. That's fine. Then I can be the first to tell you. Tell me what? Well, gosh, I... I... 
I just don't know where to begin. But I just found out that Swift's Premium Franks, you know those extra delicious Franks that are all dinner quality meat? Mm -hmm. Well, you can get them now in a new handy one-pound cellophane package. Really, Mr. Sherry? Well, that's simply grand. It will be so convenient that way to buy them in a handy package. Sherry! Oh, and that cellophane package makes them completely sanitary, doesn't it? Sanitary? Well, that cellophane wrapping, you know that Swift's Premium Franks are extra fresh, wholesome, and flavorful, no matter where or when you buy them. Mary! Ma'am? What was that? What'd you say? I didn't say anything. Oh, excuse me. As I was saying, besides being convenient and sanitary, the new cellophane package assures you that Swift's Premium Franks reach you at the very peak of their flavored goodness. Juicy pork and tender beef blended together in one delightful frank. My land, what'll they think of next? Well, I'm sure glad you told me about Swift's premium franks, Mr. Sherry. You know, my mother told me about the wonderful products Swift makes before I was married. And her mother told her about them years ago. So we're really a Swift family from way back. Oh, Mrs. Andrews, what a real pleasure it is to talk to you. Oh, Mr. Sherry. And you know, Mrs. Andrews, to make sure that Swift's premium franks reach you as fresh as fresh can be, Swift makes them close to where they're sold, makes them in the vicinity or in a nearby city. I'm certainly glad you took all the trouble to come down here and tell me these things. Oh, no trouble at all. And I do hope I haven't taken up too much of your time. But when I heard about the new Flavor Saver Pack, I rushed right over here because I knew you'd be interested. Well, I'm certainly glad you did. In fact, I think I'll go down and get some Swiss Premium Franks right now. Well, Mrs. Andrews, I'll drive you down. All right, just as soon as I get my things. Let's see now. Um, here's my curry. <laughs> Cheese? I'm sure Mr. Andrews will be wild about those pranks. Yes, I am. Mr. Andrews? Oh, dear. I forgot. He's under the boiler. Under the what? I, I can't explain just now, but I'll just have to drive down myself later. But thank you so much for dropping by. It was a pleasure, Mrs. Andrews. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. Sherry. Oh, Shouting about. Water off. Well, Fred, I don't know. You don't know. What are you been doing up there? Taking a gallop home? <laughs> Fred, don't be sarcastic. Archie! Yes, ma'am? Is the water off up there? Sure, it's been off for ten minutes. Fred, the water's off. Now, what do you want me to do? Not a thing, Mary. Not a thing. Just come pull me out from under this boiler. Oh, Fred, I still say you ought to let a plumber do the job. Now, Mary, let's not go through that again. Now that we have the water shut off, it won't take two seconds. Besides, I really need a bath after crawling around down in that basement. Well, you could let him do it. Oh, oh gee. Oh, uh, oh, hello, Jughead. What are you doing up here? Waiting for Archie. Where is he? In the bathroom. In the bathroom? Archie, are you in there? Sure, Jack. Don't you want me in here? No, not anymore. Now unlock this door so I can get at that faucet. Unlock it? But I never locked it. Archie, you must have. This door is locked. See? Gee whiz. 
How could that happen? I am not interested in how it happened. Just unlock it. But, Dad, the lock part isn't turned. It's the door knob. The knob? Yeah, it fell off. Fell off? Oh, no. Fred, is that serious? Oh, no, dear, not at all. I'll just have to saw this door open now, that's all. Archie, I just stopped to catch my breath for a minute. Now be patient. I'm almost through here. See, can you hurry, Dad? Doug and I got saved. Archie, I am hurrying. Now just be quiet. I didn't intend to spend Saturday night waiting outside a bathroom. Doug, you be quiet, too. Your father be through in a minute, Archie. Yeah. Just a few more strokes. And I... There. That does it. Thank goodness. Archie, see if you can knock that piece out. The piece of wood around the doorknob that I just sawed. Oh, okay, Dad. Look out. There. There, I did it. Good boy. At last. Hello, everybody. Hello. Now get your head out of that hole and open the door. Boy, I bet not many houses have a hole in the bathroom door. Archie, just get your head out of that hole. Okay, I'll... Gee. That's funny. Archie, hurry up. Gee with that. Don't you think I would if I could? Yes, Archie, I know you... If you could. Archie, what do you mean? Oh, dear. His head is stuck in there. And how? Stuck? How can it be stuck? He got it in, didn't he? Yeah, but it sure won't come out. Gee win. Now, listen, Archie. If it went in, it's got to come out. Archie, hold still a minute. Hey, what are you doing, Dad? Don't push the boy's head that way. The only way to get him out... Dad, quit it. Hey, don't do that. Well, I guess that won't work. Now, let's see. There must be some way to do this. Maybe you should take the hinges off. I can't. They're inside. Well, Archie, can't you open that door? No, Mom. It opens out, and my shoulders are jammed against the wall. There must be some way. There better be some way. I'll sure look silly wearing a door around my neck the rest of my life. Especially a bathroom door. I knew it looks good. Doug, be quiet. Fred, never mind, Doug. Have him get Archie out. I think he's turning blue. Now, Mary, don't get hysterical. He is not turning blue. No. Just a little green. Doug, keep quiet. Well, Fred, do something. Mary, I am. Now, just be patient for a moment. Look, Archie. Mm-hmm. I have a plan. Mm-hmm. You must have put your head in sideways. Mm-hmm. The hole is washed that way. Gee, maybe I did. Well, then try to take it out that way. Go on, turn your head sideways. Okay. Turn it more. Okay. Turn it more. If he turns it anymore, he won't know if he's coming or going. (laughs) Keep trying, Archie. Here, I'll I'll help you. Ouch, not so hard, Dad. Fred, you're wringing your neck, Dad. The best thought of the evening. Come on, Archie, turn. Okay, I'm caught. Hey, I'm out. Thank you. Gee, at last. Archie, I think... Oh, dear. 
Jughead, please go see who that is. Okay, Mrs. Anderson. Now, Archie, look out so I can get to that faucet and put that washer in. Fred, why don't you give up that idea? Give up now? Mary, don't be silly. The worst is over. All I have to do is turn this faucet on and... Gee whiz. Oh, dear. Oh, for Pete's sake. Archie, I thought you said the water was turned off. Gee, it was off that. Archie, are you sure? Positive. But the pipes didn't knock that time. Yes, I know they didn't. You didn't knock. Oh, good grief. Didn't knock. Fred, you mean you started all this fuss for no reason? Now, Mary, I had no... Betty and Veronica Veronica are on you. Hello, Archie. Veronica, just wait a moment. Hello, Veronica. Archie, this well, is hello, no... Hello, everybody. Time. Betty, would you please wait a moment? Mary, how do I know? I don't know. I tried my best. I did all I could for it. You let me talk. Quiet. Quiet. Quiet! That's better. Now listen to me, all of you. Nonsense has gone far enough, do you hear? Far enough. Yes, Mr. Andrews. Yes, dear. Yes, Dad. Now all I want to do is take a bath. That's all. Just a nice, quiet bath. Is that asking too much? No, Mr. Andrews. No, dear. No, Dad. All right. Now I admit I don't know what the dickens happened to those water pipes. But the fact remains, if you kids hadn't been getting in my way all evening, I'd have had my bath an hour ago. Yes, Mr. Andrews. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> so if you kids are going to a dance, for Pete's sake, go ahead and I'll get my bath. Okay, Dad. Okay. Come on, kids. Let's get out. Go ahead. Goodbye. <laughs> well, that's settled. And thank goodness it is. I don't want to hear any more about a bath. Don't worry. You won't. Oh, me. Quite a night. Why don't I? I don't suppose anything else can happen. Ah, just feel that water. Just right. Yum, Well, that ought to be enough water. Fine. Now to take this bathrobe off. There. And step in. Oh, oh a little warm. how the storm ended in just a moment. Meanwhile, tender beef, juicy pork, known from the West Coast to New York, with premium franks, with 
premium pranks. And now back to the Andrews. Mr. and Mrs. Andrews have just gotten to sleep. Yes, Archie, you certainly did. Oh, gee, I'm sorry. I, I didn't think you'd be asleep. Mm. Well, we're not now. Did you have a nice time at the dance, dear? Well, sort of, Mom. Veronica and I won the jitterbug contest. Oh, that's nice. But you'd think that dance committee would spend some money on prizes. Why? What'd you get? Well, Veronica got some nice perfume, but all I got was some plain old bath soap. What? Oh, no. You've been listening to another chapter of the adventures of Archie Andrews, written by Carl Zampel and based on the copyrighted feature appearing in Archie Comics magazine. Archie is played by Bob Hastings, Jughead by Harlan Stone. Mom and Dad Andrews are played by Alice Yorman and Arthur Q. Bryan. Veronica and Betty by Gloria Mann and Rosemary Rice. This program was produced and directed by Kenneth McGregor. Listen again next Saturday when Swift and Company, makers of Swift Premium Franks, bring you more of the merry adventures of Archie Andrews. This is Bob Sherry wishing you a very pleasant weekend. So long. As promised, next we have a full episode of The Aldridge Family. In this episode, they mention castor oil, which was given to children for health benefits, although it tasted awful. (laughs) Choke it down and enjoy the show. by Clifford Goldsmith, featuring the Broadway stars Ezra Stone and this week's special guest, Betty Field. Brought to you by Jell-O Puddings, those delicious new desserts all America's talking about. family arrived on Broadway this week in the hilarious, successful Paramount picture, What a Life. It's truly a four-bell movie, and we urge you all to see it. Tonight, we are pleased to present one of the stars of the motion picture, Miss Betty Field, who will play Barbara Pearson, Henry's sweetheart. As usual, the part of Henry Aldrich is played by Ezra Stone. The scene opens in Barbara's home. It is early evening. No, he hasn't, Barbara. First time this week he hasn't been here. Father, could you come here a minute? Where are you? I'm here in the front hall. Well, well, what is it this time, Barbara? Now listen, Father. I don't want Grandmother to hear me. Why don't you want me to? Oh, no reason. Father. Yes? 
When Henry comes, would you do something for me? Well, what is it? I know it's awful, but I've got it all planned. I found out today Henry is seeing an awful lot of Constance Marshall. Who told you? Constance herself did. I see. But, Father, I've even seen them together. Charles, where's that box of candy we had around here last night? I haven't any idea. Father, when Henry does come, would you mind stepping into the room just once or twice and saying George Bigelow wants to speak to me on the telephone? Well, You I... will, Father, won't you? I'm just a bit surprised, Barbara. But Father, it wouldn't be so terrible, would it? Don't you think I'm human? Barbara, I still think it'd be much better if you got your grandmother mixed up in this. But, Daddy, Grandmother wouldn't approve of it. You know she wouldn't. And exactly what makes you think I do? It's for Henry's own good, Father. Constance Marshall is so silly. Barbara, young ladies don't go about deliberately making young men jealous. Oh, but they do. I beg to differ with you. Well, sir, I give my eye teeth for a piece of that candy. Still had my eye teeth. Charles, somebody's at the front door. Please say yes, Father. Well, I'll think it over. That's practically yes. Tell Henry I'll be right down. Well, how do you do, young man? Well, how, how do you do, Mr. Pearson? How, how are you this evening? Splendid. And, uh, um, how is Mrs. Sanderson? She's splendid. No, she's not either. My digestion's terrible. Is that you in there, Mrs. Sanderson? Charles, tell Barbara Henry's here. I've been asking all evening where Henry is. Has she? No, I haven't either, Grandmother. Well, I had to stop for a second and see somebody on the way over, Barbara. Oh. Don't you want to put your hat in that package down? I'll put my hat down, but I think I'll keep the package. Don't you trust us, Henry? Oh, I don't mind holding it. It only weighs two pounds. What's in it? Oh, just a little something. Well, <clears throat> Mr. Pearson, how how do you find business? Very good, Henry. You know, my father was saying... Uh, will you excuse me just a moment, Henry? That's all right. Henry, I went over to my doctor's today. Is that right? And I can't eat one blessed thing. Is that right? And I can't remember when I went to sleep last. Hello, Henry. Oh, hello. <laughs> well. Oh, here. Here, here, here's a package for you. Uh, be careful when you take it. It weighs two pounds. Oh, you shouldn't have done this, Henry. Well, aren't you going to open it? All right. Um, who did you drop in to see on your way over, Henry? Mm, nobody in particular. It wasn't Constance Marshall, was it? Oh, all she wanted me to do was drop in and say hello. Oh. She's a nice girl. Uh, Barbara? Yes, Father? You're wanted on the telephone. Who is it? It sounded like George Bigelow. George Bigelow? Again? Oh, will you excuse me, Henry? Sure. You mean you're going without opening it? I'll be right back. <sighs> Certainly strange. I didn't hear that phone ring. Mrs. Sanderson, did did Mr. Pearson say George Bigelow? He did. George Bigelow. Tell me, what do you honestly think of George? I'll tell you the truth. I don't think of him at all. Oh. What do you think of him? Oh, you can't get me to say anything against him. Very honorable of you. You know, I said to Barbara only the other day, young lady, I said, I hope you appreciate what kind of a young man Henry Aldrich really is. Is that right? Oh, my, yes. And what did she say? Uh, I forget now. Oh. Well, I certainly hope George doesn't call again. George fine? He's very fine. Glad to hear that. Yeah, I certainly wish I could say as much about myself. Uh, don't you think you'd feel better if you went up to bed, Grandmother? When are you going to open that candy? I'm opening it. Candy, Grandmother? Hmm. Well, just two. Candy, Henry? Oh, oh I didn't even know you were there. 
Thank you. Oh, very good. Even if they do have nuts. Shall we uh, step out onto the front porch, Barbara? No. Don't go out there and catch pneumonia, right? The prime of your lives. Well, couldn't Barbara put on a coat, maybe? Oh, Barbara. Yes, Father? Telephone. I think it's George Bigelow again. My goodness. I guess he just thinks I don't have anything else to do. Excuse me, Henry. Oh, uh-huh. I must be getting deaf. Henry, do you hear any phone ring? No, ma'am. Who's the you? With I? Hmm. Uh-huh. Whatever it is. No, don't you do something about it? Well, what is there I can do? Oh, it's worth having. Worth having, ain't it? You mean... You mean I ought to pound the daylights out of George? Oh, he's out of him or out of Barbara. How? Well, then you can lay your hands on. That reminds me. Hand me that candy. Well, gee, if Barbara likes George, I don't see how socking him is going to help any. Well, certainly make you feel better, won't it? Even if he's older than I am? Listen, young man. I used to be as pretty as any of them in my day, and I know all the tricks of the trade. Yeah, did you used to fight? When the occasion demanded it, yes. Hey, are these all caramels? No, ma'am. Now, let me tell you something. If you want to make her sit up and take notice, only way to do is to make her jealous. You mean when she comes into the room, I don't pay any attention mm-hmm. to her. I just sit and talk to you. Well, is that the way they do it in the movies? You mean I should make her think I like somebody else? No, I'm telling you. Not as a grandmother, but as one soldier to another. Get busy and get busy quick. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Want to eat the half of this one? It's got nuts in it. My goodness. George Bigelow. He wants to give me his class pin. Can you imagine such a thing? Well, <clears throat> I'm late as it is. Where you going? No place. I, I just told Connie when I dropped in I'd be right back. Oh. Um, I'm sorry I didn't tell George he could come over. No, why don't you call him back? Well, of course. Maybe I will. <laughs> If his phone ain't wore out. Henry, what's that you're putting on the lapel of your coat? Uh, oh, nothing. <laughs> Just a pin of Connie she asked me to wear. Where'd she get it? Uh, her mother had it first. It's an old family heirloom. Let me see what it says. Vote the temp Democratic ticket. Yeah, yeah, the, the whole family comes from a long line of Democrats. Oh. I'm sorry you have to go, Henry. Well, um... Maybe I can stay. I'm telling you, Henry Aldrich, you're making the mistake of your life. But, uh, well... But, Grandmother, I don't think we should force him to go. Henry? Well, I, I guess I have to go, Barbara. Hmm. Goodbye. Oh, goodbye. I, um, I don't suppose we'll see very much of you from now on, will we? Why not? Oh, 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 yeah. I guess as time goes on, you won't. Hmm. Well... Uh, Barbara, you're wanted on the telephone. Who is it? You better go to George. It's uh, Constance Marshall. She's over at somebody's house and wants you to come over. Is that right? Oh, I'll answer it in just a minute. Who is this Constance Marshall? Constance Marshall is nothing but an NTS. What's an NTS? NTS is necktie straightener. Every boy she meets, she has to straighten right away. Charles, who is Constance Marshall? Constance Marshall's father is one of the most active Republicans in this state. (gasps) Is that right? I think I'll be going. I know what you're going to do, Henry Aldrich. You're not going to Connie's house at all. But I am. Oh, no, you aren't. You're really going to some other girl's house. I hope whoever she is, you have an awful time there. But listen. No, I won't. I hate you, Henry Aldrich. Young man, get out of this house. But, Mr. Sanders... I don't you ever darken this doorway again. 
with chocolates filled with nuts and raisins. Get out! Yes, ma'am. Constance. Where are you going? No place, just to the grocery store. Henry Aldridge, look at your necktie. I know it's crooked. I, I wear my tie like that purposely. Please let Constance help you. Not so tight. Do you want to strangle me? How do you do, Henry Aldridge? Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Sanderson? How do you do, Mrs. Sanderson? How do you do, young lady? Where are you going? I'm going to the doctor's. Would you like to have me walk along partway with you? Oh, do you have to go now, oh, Henry? Gee, I'm late as it is. Tell you what I wish you'd do, Henry. Stay right where you are. Here? Yes, sir. Barbara be along just a minute or so. Wish you'd tell her where I've gone. But my mother's waiting for the groceries. Do you want Barbara to walk the streets of this town looking for me? Now, you stay right here, as I tell you to. And you, young lady, you stay here and see he does. Oh, yes, Mrs. Sanders. And you tell her if I'm out at the doctor's, I'll be right across the street in there getting a bag of candy. Henry Aldridge, look at your head. Listen, Constance. You know, you could be one of the cutest boys I've ever known. Cute? I'm cute? Hmm. <laughs> How do you think I'm cute? Oh. oh, Henry, you've got the cutest lock of hair right up there. What's the matter with it? <laughs> Every time I push it down, it goes right up. <laughs> look at it. Down, up, down, up. <laughs> How do you do, Henry? Uh, Where did you come from, Barbara? No place. Your grandmother wanted me to tell you she's going to the doctor's. I know where she is. Oh, well, what did she want us to wait here and tell you for? I should like to add, Henry Aldrich, that you are certainly making a spectacle of yourself out here in the street. I am? No self-respecting person would have his hair combed by a girl right out in public. Listen, Barbara, I'll have you know I'll have my hair combed wherever I want. And what George Bigelow said about you is absolutely true. What did he say about me? Never mind. He said you... He said... I hope sometime he tells you what he said. Well, what do you know about that? Gee whiz, anybody think I'd struck her? Henry, if I were you, I'd never speak to her again. Well, I hope you don't think I'm going to speak to her again. Henry... Would you like to come over to my house tonight? Gee whiz, I'd be glad to. <laughs> I'd be glad to. I think it would do me good. Now, before Henry Aldrich comes back, I want to say that if you happen to have an active, growing boy in your family, I know one thing... I know that you're kept plenty busy feeding that boy because youngsters that age are always hungry, always on the lookout for something good to eat. Well, now, here's a dessert that every boy and girl, too, will say is a real smoothie. The new Jell-O Butterscotch Pudding. It has a swell, tempting color like gold-colored taffy. It's smooth and luscious, and it just can't be beat for real flavor. As rich and delicious as old-fashioned butterscotch candy. Jell-O Butterscotch Puddings bring you real, downright, homemade goodness. And best of all, it's quick and easy to make. It takes you only a few minutes. There's no fuss or trouble. You just can't go wrong. Then try Jell-O Chocolate Pudding, with that wonderful real chocolate goodness, smooth and satisfying. And Jell-O Vanilla Pudding, cream-colored and tempting, with nuts or fruits folded in to make it even more delicious. All three new Jell-O Puddings have that homemade richness you love. So try them all. Ask your grocer tomorrow for Jell-O butterscotch, chocolate, and vanilla pudding.
Back at the Aldrich home, we find the whole family seated at the breakfast table. Uh, everyone, that is, uh, except Henry. Mary, do you know whether Henry's up yet? He said he was getting up the first time you called. Father! What is it? Father, will you please tell Mary that if she sees Connie Marshall go by to flag her? Aren't you all dressed yet, Henry? Practically, Mother. My goodness, all Henry can think about is Constance Marshall. How is it he never sees Barbara Pearson anymore? Her grandmother won't let him near the house. What's the trouble? I don't know, except she said something about his going too far over something. And did I tell you about the picture I found under Henry's pillow? Of whom? Barbara's grandmother? Of Connie Marshall. And down in the corner, it said, Constance to others, but constantly to Henry. Doesn't that make you positively ill, Mother? Please pass the salt. This whole business is something I shall never understand. Oh, forget it. By next week, you'll be over the whole thing. Mother! Yes, Henry? Have you any idea where my trousers might be? I thought you were all dressed. I am, Father. All but my trousers. They seem to be missing. Where did you wear them last? I think it was when I went to the movies. Don't tell me you left your trousers at the movies. Wear your brown trousers, dear. My brown trousers? But Mother Connie doesn't like those. She even tells him what clothes to wear. The next thing you know, they'll be announcing their engagement. It may be of interest for you to know that this is not one bit funny. But, Mother, I think it would be all right with Constance. How do you know? I heard her tell Henry only the other day that she believes in long engagements. Well, this would have to be a good long one because Henry still has a year and a half of high school and... Six years of college before he even begins to practice law. She may even talk him out of becoming a lawyer. Mary, you certainly are cheerful this morning. Mother, look out through the window. Look at what I see. Constance Marshall. Constance Marshall. She even comes here for breakfast now. Well, they selected a very excellent name for that child. <laughs> Hello, Mary. Hello. I wondered whether you'd like to have me walk to school with you. Come on in, Constance. I guess you know my father, don't you? <laughs> How do you do? How do you do? My goodness, Mr. Aldridge, you look like Henry. I? Only, of course, an awful lot older. <clears throat> uh, yes. Shall we start now, Constance? Has Henry left yet? Not yet. Where is he? We have no idea where he is. You mean, Mr. Aldridge, Henry has left home? Apparently, he has. Constance, Henry's upstairs. We only think he's upstairs. No one in the family has seen him. We have simply heard sounds that might have come from Henry. Henry! Henry! You see? What did I tell you? Is somebody calling me? There's somebody down here to see you. Who is it, Mother? Oh, somebody. You mean to see me? Yes. I know who it is. It's Stinky Cameron. Hi, Stinky. Henry. I'll be down just as soon as I find my pants. Henry, it's not Stinky. And even if it were, I don't think you should call him that. Oh, he doesn't mind. No, you're Stinky. Henry. Father, Tom, to come on up and help me find my pants. Henry, you're disgracing the entire family. In fact, it might interest you to know that Constance is down here. Yeah? <laughs> So's General Grant. Hello, Henry. Well, gee whiz, where did you come from, Connie? Home. Well, why didn't anybody tell me? I'll be right down. Henry, have you got your trousers off? Oh, no, I'm glad you spoke about that. Excuse me. Be 
better be starting, Constance. Oh, we've got loads of time, Mary. Not unless you want to be as late as Henry is. Goodbye, Mother. Goodbye, Father. Goodbye, Mary. Goodbye, Mr. Aldridge. <laughs> Goodbye. Charming young woman. Oh, my goodness, Sam. I hope he'll get over it. You must remember, however, that someday somebody is going to marry that young woman. Mm, but it certainly isn't going to be Henry. It would be just our luck to have it be Henry. Wait for me, Mary. Wait for me. They've left, Henry. They've left without me? Well, of course. Well, goodbye, everybody. Come back here and eat your breakfast. But, Mother, do you want me to run right on top of a hearty meal? I want you to come back to this table. Where did you find your trousers? That's the strangest part of it. I found them on a chair in my room. Mm, on a chair? Yeah. Uh, Henry, where did you meet this Constance? I was a fine yuck to her. Henry, don't you think you should swallow your food before you talk? Yes, Mother. I'll answer you in just a minute, Father. Yeah, I was assigned next to her. In what way? My seat. My seat in assembly. Oh, I see. Why were you asking? I was just wondering, what does her father do? He's an exterminator. He's a what? Just a minute. He's an exterminator. An exterminator? No matter what you have, even if it's rats, you call him and he'll get rid of them. Henry. That's right, Mother. He's, he, he'll get rid of any kind of pest there is. He has never shown any disfavor toward his daughter? Don't you like Constance? Henry, in the past, your father and I have always permitted you to know anyone you wanted to. But somehow we don't care for this Connie. Why not, Mother? Well, putting it bluntly, you're much too nice for her. <laughs> Mother, don't be absurd. Well, until she came along, I didn't care how I looked. Now look at me. Remember that bunch of hair that, that always used to stand up? Now I keep it calmed down. And to tell you the truth, I miss that lock of hair. I miss it very much. You don't think I look improved? Oh, Henry, dear, when are you coming to your senses? In what way, Mother? Well, for one week now, you haven't touched your homework. You can't eat your meals. Well, you... I, I don't need food. Whatever became of Barbara Pearson? Barbara Pearson. Of course. She would. Well, she was all right when I was young, Mother. You uh, grew old seven days ago? I certainly changed since then. In what way, aside from putting Vaseline on your hair? In a lot of ways, Father. Well, just remember, son, we wouldn't have you lose your head for anything. Is that clear? Yes, Father. Now I run on to school. Yes, sir. Only, only you've got the wrong idea about Constance. I'm quite sure one of us has. Goodbye. Goodbye. So long. Sam Aldrich, I'm worried sick. Oh, Alice, you're worrying about something that's absurd. Sam, I didn't want to say anything about it before. I, I usually don't read anything that belongs to Henry, but I picked up a note Constance wrote him, and Sam, she isn't his kind. Well, why didn't you tell me there was more to it? Well, what I want to know is what we should do. Give him some castor oil and send him to bed. Well, that's what I thought you'd say. I know what I am going to do. What? I'm going to handle this the way the psychologists say a parent should. Now, Alice, if I were you, I wouldn't start fooling around with psychology at a time like this. But it's common sense, Sam. If we forbid his seeing the girl, it's simply a challenge. So the thing for us to do is to tell him that he may see her just as much as he wants to. Which is what he's doing anyhow. But we should invite her to dinner, Sam. Invite her here to dinner? Well, of course. If he sees enough of her, he'll grow tired of her. You hope he will. I'm sure he will. And on next Saturday night, we're having her and some of his other friends here for dinner. Hiya, Connie. Here, 
Henry, do you like my dress? Yeah, it's very pretty. I've got to see who's at the door. Oh, I'll let them in. It was George Bigelow and some other girls. Oh. Henry, let Connie straighten your tie. You always yank it so tight. The other night, I had to go to sleep with it on. Oh. Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Aldridge? How do you do, Constance? We're very glad you could come. How do you do? You'll find my family in the living room. Papa has to leave early. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. He's got to go on a big job for somebody. You don't say so. This is the third time he's been there. He just nicely gets them out, and they always come back. Mm. Sam, come along. Henry, wait and talk to Connie. Yeah, I've got to go and see my guests. Are they more important than poor little eyes? No, but I ought to go in and say hello to them. Henry, Henry, look at me. Oh, you've got the bluest eyes Connie has ever seen in her life. Yeah? Excuse me for interrupting. Oh. Got something in your eye, Henry? Gee whiz, Mrs. Sanderson. Hello, Henry. Henry, you didn't tell me Barbara was coming. No. Well, I understood this party was for me. I'm going in the other room and tell your mother what I think of it, Henry Aldrich. Henry, I know I shouldn't have come. Even if your mother did say I should. But I'm glad to have you. I'm glad to have both of you. No, I'm not staying. I just came to make sure she got here. Where's your mother? In the next room. I'll just slip in and say hello. See whether maybe there's a little candy around. Uh, well, I see Constance has been fixing your tie again. Well, how can you tell? It looks so nice. Doesn't look like you. No. When I came in, she was just going to straighten your eyes for you, I guess. Wasn't she? Listen, Barbara, please. Henry, would you mind very much if I went home? Henry, aren't you going to come in and join your guests? Yes, Father, we're coming. George Bigelow says he hasn't even seen you. (gasps) George Bigelow? Henry, I can't go in there. Why not? Because I can't. Please let me go, Henry. But I want you to stay. Henry, I've got to tell you. Those telephone calls I had from George, they weren't from George at all. Well, who were they from? Nobody. I just did it to make you jealous. Was that your grandmother's idea? No. It was mine. Wasn't it ridiculous? Father, come in here. They got cakes with every kind of icing you can think of. No. Henry, your mother wants you. I'll be there. She wants you now, right away. But can't she wait a second? No. Now then, young lady, if you want Henry Aldridge, you will stay here where you can keep an eye on him. I'm not going to stay. You want to upset me even more than I already am? I can't help it. I'm going home. Barbara, wait. No. Oh, you've got to come in, dear. It wouldn't be a party without you. Why not? For any number of reasons. But look at my eyes. They're a sight. Tears, my dear, only make you prettier. I know from experience. Do you really think so? Sam. Well? You been asleep yet? Of course. (laughs) I've been thinking about that party. (laughs) And you said I didn't understand psychology. I didn't say that. I said you were taking a gamble. Just think we won't have to worry about that awful Constance Marshall or the idea of Henry's ever giving up law or getting engaged before he leaves high school. Oh, yes, he's usually work out for the best. Provided you give him a little assistance. By the way, have you heard Henry come in yet? Don't believe I have. Oh, my goodness, what time is it? It's, um, by the clock on the bureau, it's... 
ten minutes to two. Sam Aldrich, Henry has never stayed out this late before in his life. I thought you weren't going to worry anymore. Oh! Henry, is that you? Yes. Where have you been, Henry? No place. I just walked home with Barbara, and then I had to wait until her grandmother went to bed. Come in here and say goodnight to us. I want to thank you for the swell party. Barbara said she had a very nice time. Sit down here on the edge of the bed. Henry, you're sitting right on my ankle. I'm I'm sorry, Father. I didn't know it was there. Where did you think it would be? Henry, move your head over toward the light from the door. What for? Oh, Henry, I could almost cry. Why? That old lock of hair. It's standing straight up again. Yeah. She lets me wear my necktie so I can breathe, too. Mother, would you mind my asking right from the shoulder? What, dear? Well... Would, would you and Father be disappointed if if I didn't study six years to become a lawyer? Why not? Oh, no particular reason, Father. I was just asking. Henry Aldrich, you aren't thinking of getting married, are you? Oh, no, Mother, no. We think you should wait until you're at least through high school. Don't you? Well, Alice, you certainly understand psychology. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, once there was a husband who was very fussy about his desserts. He liked puddings, but only the kind of puddings that his wife made for him. Well, of course, it's a lot of work to make good puddings, so this man's wife decided to play a little trick on him. What happened? Well, the wife who wrote us about this is right here in person, Mrs. Florence C., who lives at 25 Hillside Avenue, Washington Heights, New York City. Uh, Here's your letter, Mrs. C. Would you read us the rest of what you wrote, please? Certainly, Mr. Von I decided to try Jell-O chocolate pudding. It only, take, it only took me a few minutes to whisk it up, and when supper time came, there it was, a big bowl full of rich, creamy, smooth chocolate pudding. Well, my husband came right back for the second helping, said it was the most delicious pudding I had ever made. So then I told him about it, told him that I had used the new Jell-O chocolate pudding. He had to admit it surely was a success. Every bit as delicious as the old-fashioned kind. Well, thank you very much, Mr. C. And ladies, that is the way to make a hit with your husband, too. For the new Jell-O puddings have that real old-fashioned goodness. Creamy, smooth, full-flavored, and tempting. But they're far quicker and easier to make. There are three delicious Jell-O puddings to choose from. Rich chocolate, mellow butterscotch, and creamy, delicate vanilla. Yes, you like all three new Jell-O puddings. Real old-fashioned puddings made a new-fashioned way. So try them tomorrow. Barbara? Yes, Henry? Are are you sure your grandmother's going to bed? Thank heavens, she has. Well, uh, do you mind my asking you something? What is it, Henry? Would, uh, Would you like to go to a football game with me Saturday? Of course I would, Henry. If you go, Henry, I give you the money to get a seat for me. (laughs) Well, Grandma's in again, but be sure to tune in again next week for further adventures of Henry Aldrich. The Aldrich Family, starring Ezra Stone, is written by Clifford Goldsmith. Tonight's special guest was Betty Field, star of the stage and screenplay What a Life, and she'll be back with us again next week. Original music is composed and conducted by Jack Miller. Harry Von Zell speaking and wishing you good night for those delicious new desserts all America's talking about. Jell-O pudding. This is the National Broadcasting Company.